Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears in to. My name is Sam Basher. Joining me today is... DJ Woldridge, as always. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing right. How are you doing? We have a very special episode today. Yes. So I'm very excited. Uh, we have Mr. Jeff Anderson joining us from Legion M. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on the show. This is so cool. We're Skyping you in. How uh, how How is it in your corner of the world? It is uh, fantastic. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. It's a bright, sunny day. Uh, we got our new movie coming out next week and working around the clock. And so I never actually get to get outside in the sun, but I, <laughs> I, I can see it through the window. And it just makes me very happy. I just was in San Francisco a few weeks ago. It's lovely. You got a lovely city over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep <laughs> doing what you you're doing. Much. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did slip in that, the sentence right there. New movie. Could you tell us a little, about, a little bit about Legion M and that new movie? Because our audience, this sounds like something right up their alley. Well, yeah, because for the people just tuning in, we like to talk about movies and TV shows and comic books and all that. We've at least done it one time. (laughs) (laughs) Just one time, yeah. (laughs) So what's the movie you're working on? Uh, So the movie that we're working on is Mandy, which is a crazy Nicolas Cage movie. Is there Um, any other kind, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, this one, this one is about as cagey as you can get. Oh, I love it. Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage, if you can imagine that. What a great triple inception. Yeah, it's... uh, it's it's incredible, but uh, uh, but to answer your question, so uh, Legion M, we're a fan-owned entertainment company, and it's kind of like, you know, all of your listeners and all the biggest movie fans in the world uh, pooled their money and said, let's create a, a movie studio of our own. Um, we're taking advantage of some brand new laws that have made this possible for the first time uh, a couple of years ago, and um, you know, build it. We're creating literally the first entertainment slash media company that has been built from the ground up from day one uh, to be owned by fans. That's, That's amazing. That's I know I've done um, some crowdfunding for comics and I'm, I'm looking into doing uh, different projects, uh, doing crowdfunding, but having a whole movie studio based around your fans and fan support sounds amazing. Yeah, well, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, people are really familiar with uh, Kickstarter and Indiegogo and Patreon and that sort of crowdfunding. Um, and I, I mean, though they, they've proven how powerful it is. Like if you look at all the projects that have been made that wouldn't have ha- happened without uh, crowdfunding or the opportunity for fans to get involved in such a special way. Uh, I think it's it's unquestionably powerful. And what changed was about up until about two years ago, there was never a way to actually own equity in the project, right? So when okay. you back a project on Kickstarter, uh, you may get a you probably get a pre-sale of the DVD. Yep. You might get your name in the credits or a T-shirt, but you don't you don't actually own any sort of financial stake in the company. And and the reason is because up until two years ago, it wasn't possible. Uh, the laws forbade 
only but the wealthiest three percent of the population that what oh. the SEC deems accredited investors were allowed to invest in things. Everybody else could back them. But uh, um, anyway, so that changed. And we love crowdfunding. And when you add that equity component, you know, this idea that if Legion M is successful, then all of our investors are, you know, can participate financially and can actually make money from it. Uh, it makes it extremely powerful. That sounds really incredible. I, where, where did the seed of that idea come from? Where was the um, where did where did this begin? Uh, it's it's a great question. I mean, I think it's one of those ideas that that when you explain to people, you're like, yeah, we're a movie studio owned by fans because if you have a movie studio that's owned by a large group of the audience of the people that you want to come out and see your movie, uh, it gives you a huge competitive advantage. And people are like, well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, why hasn't anybody done this a hundred years ago? And <laughs> and uh, the answer is that because uh, you couldn't because the because the securities laws and. So I don't think that we can take credit for being the first ones to think of the idea, but we do. We can take credit for having the good sense to spot this once in a lifetime opportunity when the Jobs Act passed. And uh, literally at 9 a.m. the day the law went into effect, uh, we launched uh, the very first regulation campaign, uh, crowdfunding campaign uh, in history and, uh, um, you know, launched our company. So it's uh, we've been there since day one. That's it, incredible. It kind of sounds like a dream come true for like movie fans because like who doesn't want to make a movie regardless of where you're from like you see Back to the Future but you're like I could do that because he wouldn't be driving a DeLorean <laughs> he'd be in a freaking plane and you're like well, why not you know like you have that idea but it's like when you get and then when you sit down with your friends you start to kind of spitball and you start to come up with ideas regardless of where those go you just like imagine if you actually had if you could find a community that could support it in a way and actually make that come true it's just something that it sounds honestly magical so if somebody supported legion m like what's the what are ways that people support legion m and how does how do they like see their name on a movie basically yeah, well, uh, it's a great question. So there's two ways to get involved with Legion M. Uh, the first way is to just join as a free member. It, it literally doesn't cost anything. Um, you just go to our website, you sign up. That gets you on the list, um, you know, our mailing list, so you'll get our updates. Um, we'll let you know when, like, rounds open. Like, right now, we're not even fundraising. There's no way for you to invest in, in Legion M, even if you wanted to today. Um, but, you know, we let all of our members obviously know the, the moment that, one of our new rounds opens. Um, but that gets you involved with pretty much everything. So, you know, we had like a Legion M Live Lounge at Sundance this year, which was open to all the Legion M members and investors. We had Leonard Malton there <coughs> interviewing uh, all the celebrities that were there at their press junket. Uh, you know, we had a party. We were there supporting Mandy. Mandy got into um, Sundance. And, so cool. And we were thrilled about that. And so, you know, we were there supporting our movie. Uh, we had a party. Nicholas Cage came. He brought uh, Vince Neal from Motley Crue as his plus one. <laughs> there you go. The whole and, gang. Know, it was awesome. It was awesome. And so, um, you know, to your point earlier, Sam, like, like that's one of the things that's really cool about this is that this is one of those very special cases um, where like having good fun 
is good business. You know, part of what we promise to the people that invest in Legion M is that we're going to do everything that we can to take you behind the scenes and kind of open the gates of Hollywood and let you into this process, which historically has been so closed off. Um, and that's awesome because like the investors love it and the members and it's, it's a way for them to see this, this, this thing that they never get to see and that they're so passionate about. Um, but what's great about it is that by doing that, it gets them invested in us, it gets them invested in the project so that when the project comes out, they're more likely to go see it and they're going to bring their friends and they're going to talk about it on social media and create that sort of grassroots authentic buzz that a studio would kill for, but but money can't buy. And so it's really powerful for the project. And then because of the fact that they're investors and not just backers, if that project is successful, that increases the chance that they're going to get a financial return. And it's just this wonderful, virtuous cycle. And so it's it's uh, um Anyway, I so so to get back to your your question, uh, you can join for free. There's there's no cost. You can check it out, dip a toe, and see if it's something that you might be interested in. And then from time to time, uh, we open up um, fundraising rounds. And when one of those rounds is open, um, the last one ended probably two months ago. It sold out. Uh, we were oversold. Um, but when that opens, you can invest. It's, the minimum investment is a hundred bucks. We wanted to make it as as easy as possible and as open to everybody as possible and uh, you can literally become a, a co-owner of the company there you go and for the kids at home that don't know making movies is expensive so getting in there getting in there at 100 bucks is a is a pretty good deal that's that's a steal yeah that is amazing and you actually can put your name your name is now on a project that, that will turn into a real movie basically that's Awesome. But before we go too much further, guys, we have a very special announcement. We've been working on a project for the past month with Miss Trisha Hirschberg. You might have heard about it. You might be a friend of hers, but you should go <laughs> check out right now. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, maybe click on that little search engine. Start typing out hard to, to say, say goodbye. Goodbye. Because it's available now. Yeah. Now, it's been on Patreon for a month. And if you're part of the Patreon community, one, you're the best. We and appreciate two, you. you're gonna be a month ahead of every other person that's listening to Ooh. it on for free on other platforms but if you do want to check out the just the podcast and you know share it around tell your friends about it we wouldn't mind if you were to rate and review it over there on that podcast because that gets us up in the charts especially Absolutely. with game of thrones returning we would like to be able to grow our community either through the podcast through patreon or whatever or but, both or both honestly yeah. that that's a win-win that's the best case scenario but if you guys want to re-watch game of thrones leading up to the premiere of the final season go check it out on apple Podcasts right now but also it's going to be on Spotify soon. It's on TuneIn. We're trying to get it on uh, uh, Google Play Music as well. Don't you worry. We got you covered. Go check it out. Write and review on iTunes. We love you. And you let us know how it is. And if you have trouble finding it, we'll always tweet out new episodes on Twitter at OnlyStupidAnswers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. Or you can go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Thank you. And back to the show. But let's continue because I want to talk about like, so it, when you become an investor for uh, Legion M, what is that like? I mean, so you become an investor, but like, what decisions do you make, or is it just financial? Or are you just kind of seeing your name on a project? Like, what does that entail? 
That's a great question. And, you know, it, it's funny. A lot of people have a, have a lot of different assumptions. And people told us that we we're crazy to have a company that's owned by fans. You know, our long-term goal, our logo is an M with a bar over it, which is the Roman numeral for uh, 1 million. And that's because our long-term goal is to unite 1 million fans as shareholders of the company. Wow. And we do that because, uh, I mean, if you can imagine a company like that, that would have hundreds of millions of dollars to develop projects, and more importantly, a million people standing behind them when they launch. Uh, we think that that could be one of the most uh, influential companies in Hollywood. And so uh, we've kind of architected it from the beginning and we think really long and hard about the best ways to get fans involved. And one thing we want to make clear up front is that, you know, uh, we have the saying, you don't make great art by committee. So yeah. this is not the sort of thing where you're going to vote on plot lines or, you know, give your notes to the director or that sort of thing. You know, you, you make great art by finding and investing in great artists and then getting out of their way. And so that's kind of our philosophy. But as far as finding and the, the great artists and the projects that we want to support, that's something where the Legion plays a truly integral role. And uh, we have a number, like we have all these systems. And like I said, like because we're the first company that's ever been architected like this from day one to be owned by this massive shareholder base, um, you know, we're constantly developing systems to pull the Legion and get their pulse and, you know, put ideas in front of them. Uh, we've got a scout program that allows you to sign up as a Legion M scout and help us discover, you know, new IPs or go to a film festival, go to Sundance as a Legion M scout and, you know, tell us what you think of the movies that are there. And it's really, there's kind of two reasons that, that we work so hard to do that. One is uh, for our shareholders, we want to give them a, a voice and a say in the direction of the company. Um, but the other part is, is frankly, it allows us to harness uh, the wisdom of the crowd. And, you know, if you think about it, like most, most, Hollywood companies, most entertainment companies, the content decisions are made by a very small group of people. And it all comes down to their gut feeling. And there's only so many movies they can see. There's only so many things that they can be aware of. And they've got to deal with all the interpersonal politics and dynamics and all that sort of stuff. Uh, whereas in our case, we've got a legion of people. And it's such an incredible advantage. So like, you know, we tell people you're not investing in like Paul, my co-founder and myself choosing movies like you're <laughs> investing, frankly, in our ability to to harness the legion and 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 guide the company <laughs> uh, to your will. Very cool. So for, for the kids at home that might not be familiar with Legion M, you guys have been put out. It's not just Mandy coming out now. You've 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 had several other movies. What are some of the other movies you've put out? So, yeah, we launched the company two years ago, and our very first movie was Colossal. Great. And Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. Have you guys seen that? It was at Fantastic Fest. I remember when it when it yes. showed up there. Yeah. It was uh, – I, I couldn't watch it then because we had to fly out early, but then it popped up on Amazon, and that, I watched it there. It was a blast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. We were so fortunate, I think, to get in um, to that as our first project because, it, I mean, one of the challenges when you start up, like you've got nothing. Like it's just literally Paul and I saying, hey, we've got this crazy idea, you know, and then we went out and raised a million dollars with our first uh, equity crowdfunding round, which in Hollywood terms is still nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody so needs you, our money. You, you, couldn't know, see, that, you couldn't see my eyes right now, but they like they just bulged open. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so much money. But you're right. When it comes to Hollywood terms, that's not that's kind of chump change. But yeah. like in comparison to other like bigger studios. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Colossal. I don't know what the budget was. I want to say it's like fifteen million or something like that. You know, we raised one million total for the entire company, which you know had to fund our operations and all of our development, and then you know we wanted to be able to invest in multiple projects. So the check that we wrote to get involved with Colossal to invest in Colossal was very small, um, but we were very fortunate because we had some good partners. I mean, one of the great things is is that when you got a company that's owned by fans, it opens doors for you because when we go to whoever it is, whether it's a creator or uh, a studio or something like that, we don't represent, you know, a wealthy oil tycoon or a corporate conglomerate that has a checkbook. We represent a large audience of the fans that you want in your movie. And so we bat way out of our league um, when it comes to projects. So the first one was Colossal. The second one uh, that was released in theaters was Bad Samaritan, Uh which was a uh, that was uh, produced, directed, and distributed by Dean Devlin, the guy that did um, uh, that created the Stargate franchise, okay, as wow. well as Ind- Independence Day with Will Smith. Uh, if you guys, uh, if you remember that, Leverage the Librarians. <laughs> like this is a guy that's literally generated billions of dollars of box office yeah. uh, around the globe. And so, you know, that was an amazing opportunity for us to work arm in arm with him on that project. Uh, And after that project, he was so impressed with Legion M that he actually ended up joining our advisory board. Which was was awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So those are the those are the two movies that have been out in theaters. Uh, Mandy is the one that's coming out now. Aside from that, like on our website, we've got a whole project slate and you can see all the different projects we've got. We filmed uh, the pilot for a virtual reality uh, series with Stan Lee and Kevin Smith in Stan's home. Wow. uh, Which was an incredible experience. Um, We've got a number of TV projects. We've got some projects that we're going to be announcing soon. So, you know, there's a lot. We've got probably a dozen publicly announced projects. And then we've always got uh, a bunch more in, in, in the pipeline that are coming. That's so cool. So tell us about Mandy, because I know it's uh, launching limited into limited theaters next week. So that's about the 13th of September, if you guys are listening, uh, when this comes out on Monday. So you guys can hopefully go grab tickets if you can find a screening of Mandy. Because uh, I know you guys are doing like, there's like a, I don't know if you can say that there's like a tiny, there's like a tiny surprise before the movie rolls. Are you guys t- like promoting that at all? Yeah, being, yeah, 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 cool, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So you're doing. Uh, a... I hope it's the same surprise that I'm thinking of, or if it... you know of a different surprise. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we know it's the Q and A with uh, this uh, Nick Nick Cage. Yes, yeah, right, cool, yeah. Cool. So actually, that's going to be after. So the way that it's going to work is that on September 13th, it's one night only. So it's just next Thursday night, uh, one night only, and I think it's like 240 theaters around the country. It's mostly Regals and Alamo draft houses, okay. and. Um, it's going to play. There's going to be one or two showings that night. And after they show the movie, they're showing a Q&A with um, Nicolas Cage and the director, uh, Panos Cosmatos, and a very cool uh, celebrity moderator that I can't announce uh, because uh, they haven't released that yet. Great, great. Cool. <laughs> but that's all that's all just part of it. So you just buy your ticket to the movie and then after the movie they're gonna run this uh they're gonna run this QA. And so that's just next Thursday. Then on Friday it'll continue. It'll be at a smaller group of theaters. I don't know what the final number is. It's it's much less than the two hundred. It might be fifty or sixty. Um and and then it'll continue in theaters as well as it'll be available on demand that date. This is a, a day and date release, which means that gotcha. it comes out on demand the same day that it comes out in theaters. 
very so cool. What was the process for for Mandy getting created? How did you did the director come to you guys with this idea? Where, where did it begin, and where and how did it end up to where it is now? Yeah, so uh, uh, it wasn't the director; it was the producers, uh, uh, Elijah Woods Production Company, uh, Spectravision. Nice, they um, do some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they we met them very early on. Lisa Whalen and Daniel Noah and Josh Waller Waller and Elijah Wood. Those are the four principals. And when we announced um, our company it was about the same time that they announced Company X, which is which is their company. And we ended up connecting and they they're one of those groups that totally got what we're doing and said, we want to be a part of this. Like, let's figure out a project to work on. And, you know, six months later, they brought us this project. It was just in the scripts in the script stage when we first got involved with it. And um, and we liked it. So we ended up investing um, partially in the movie itself. So we've got an investment and roughly half of it is in the movie, the film itself. And the other half is in the soundtrack because this is a it's a heavy metal rampage and Love the it. score is is by johan johansson the uh, award uh, nominated uh, winning a golden globe winning and academy award nominated composer that did sicario and wow. theory of everything and arrival um and so, so he's done a couple very, things what's that so he's done a couple things Oh my gosh, he's done. Yeah, he's he's and this was amazing. And sadly, it was actually one of his last works. He tragically passed away, um, you know, shortly after completing this. And um, so, you know, but but we're we're invested in, in both the soundtrack and the film. And like I said, like we invested it in the script sp- stage. And it's, it's kind of funny because when you never know what you're going to get. Right. Mm-hmm. Every single movie starts off with the intent of making a great movie. Um, Interesting. But, you know, by, <laughs> by, <laughs> by definition, only a small percentage actually achieve greatness. Yes. And, and, you know, so it's always hard when you invest in a movie because you just have no idea. Um, we saw something. We thought that the script was cool. Nicolas Cage was cool. Johan uh, was cool. Um, the director, Panos Cosmatos, this is only a second feature. And his first feature was so visually interesting that we thought my god if you if you couple that with the script and nick cage like you've got a recipe for magic and uh anyway so we you know we took the leap and then it got into sundance and we were floored because i mean getting into sundance is like getting into harvard (laughs) the statistics are are so low but it it went on to get you know it was one of the best reviewed films at sundance it actually had a hundred percent rotten tomatoes um uh, at Sundance. And then from there it went on and it got a four minute long standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival in wow. France. And so Amazing. it's, it's just been, it's really been a remarkable experience. Um, the film is completely unique. You know, I say that if you look at a word cloud of all the reviews, the big word that stands out is batshit crazy. Because <laughs> nice. it is, it is it is insane it is nick cage at his very best there's a scene in this movie that is going to go down in his reel of the greatest nicholas cage scenes ever oh that makes um, me happy yeah it's uh it's shot in it's gorgeous like the cinematography it's one of those frames one of those films where you could probably take out any single frame of the movie and hang it on your wall um <laughs> just because it's so gorgeous and panos is such an amazing visual director 
Um, but it's also like it's out there. You know, this is it, it's a midnight movie. In fact, we actually launched our midnight, uh, our Legion Midnight, um, you know, label to kind of go on this because this is, you know, it's 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 in the vein of a midnight movie. Uh, Panos is being compared to like Stanley Kubrick. Um, I tell people the movie is kind of like Clockwork Orange meets Deliverance, right? It's, wow, it's, what a pitch. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not a, you know, it's not like a mainstream movie, you know, like a popcorn movie. It's like a movie that you go to and it leaves a mark when it's over. And Fantastic. and it's, uh, like I said, I mean, audiences have been loving it. And for us, for Legion M, um, you know, it's, it, it's very dark and it's very violent and, and all that sort of stuff. But it's, we also love the fact that, you know, we're creating opportunities for people like Panos to, uh, go outside the box and kind of push the boundaries. And I think that that's what kind of midnight movies are all about. And we're really glad to be supporting that, you know, and to be, uh, as an investor, as an investor in the film. I'm going to be honest, I'm a little scared when I watch the Mandy trailers because I'm like, this looks intense. I'm like, I got I to gotta prep. I got to make sure I'm not going to fall asleep in the movie, which I don't think that's going to happen. But I want to go in with the right mindset because I, I think this movie is going to blow my mind and I'm so excited for it. And I'm mainly thinking this because when we did our interview at Comic-Con, we were, I was doing some stuff with Skybound. You brought a prop from from Mandy <laughs> to the interview, which is the I think it's one of the craziest things I've ever held in my hands. So like the, the quick... I, if you wouldn't mind explaining what this weapon is from Mandy that Nick Cage creates. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, you know, I, uh, um, I don't want to give any serious spoilers or anything like that, but I mean, the, the plot of the, of the, of the film is, is very simple, right? This isn't a plot driven film. It's a, it's, it's, it's a experience. Um, but it's, it's, it's a revenge film and, uh, you know, something bad happens to Nicolas Cage and then the, you know, I'd say roughly half the movie is Nicolas Cage extracting his revenge. Um, and when something bad happens to Nicolas Cage, like naturally he does the first thing that most of us would do, which is to go forge a battle axe. Yeah. Duh. Uh, I mean, duh. <laughs> and so the battle axe is the beast is the name of it. And it is a, I mean, Sam held it. I mean, the, the thing is like, it's heavy. It, it looks like a, you know, you're intense. like, Oh my God, it's a movie prop. It's probably plastic. And it's, it's no, no, it is. It's so it's like, it's a soft, Solid, the whole thing is a solid, like, chrome, steel, metal battle axe. That is sharp. It's like an actual battle axe. And holding it, I was like, uh-oh, this is one of those things that's a little too heavy for me. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> I, I, this is like for real. If you're holding this and wielding it, you're, you're a strong boy or girl. So I uh, only held it for a little bit because I was a little intimidated by it. But I can't wait to see it, like, in action in the, in movie. the movie. Because yes. it's, it's like, it's for real. It's it's so yes. badass. It's like if a metal song became a weapon, and that's what that is. It's insane. <laughs> it's so cool. And I think you can see it. It's in the trailer, because I've watched the trailer a couple times. Um, I think you can see it for a second. But it was so cool that I got to like hold a thing that was in a movie, and then, like the movie is so original and badass, and I can't wait to see it on the big screen. And that will be the closest I ever get to being badass in my entire life, is being like, I held that thing that Nick Cage uses to kick ass. I'm pretty excited. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. A metal song turned into a weapon. I'm going to use that, Sam. I I, got to tell you, that is a really like that's a badass quote right there. Thank you. If you want to put it on the box, wouldn't be upset. It'd be cool. (laughs) I'd be pretty excited. (laughs) 
Before we go any further, let's say hi to another friend of the show, a dear friend of the show, in fact, that have helped us through a lot of hard times. You know, it's just when when you're going through the tough times, you just need something tasty to eat. Yeah. No, you need. You know what? You're, you're going through, you're like, oh, man, I don't even know. What am I going to do for dinner? And you're like, wait, hold on. I can go to HelloFresh. What? And I can make something delicious because HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, <laughs> And enjoy. That's amazing. And they've got three plans to choose from. you got your classic, you got your veggie, or your family if you're going for everybody. I've gone with the classic and the veggie, and boy, howdy, are both delicious. You can look forward to your HelloFresh delivery knowing dinner just got that much easier. Guys, the pre-portioned you know, portioned, uh, ingredients yes. are coming to you, so you don't have to even think, don't even think about it. Close your eyes, and you just do it. Yeah, that's one of the most challenging things Maybe about open cooking. Maybe open your eyes because yeah, you're cooking. Yeah, it's exactly. important. Just to yeah. be safe. Mm-hmm. But the, the, figuring out the portions can be the most challenging part of cooking, but they've got it taken care of for yes, you. They're handy. They have labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipes. It makes it really simple when they send a lot of recipes as well so you can get multiple meals out of it. And it's like, Absolutely. no, don't worry. They got you covered. You can spend less time meal planning grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love. And guess what? We got a hot deal for you, all right? Listen up, because we want you to make delicious meals. I've made myself a delicious burger. Yes. It was, the bun was, and I made a pizza once, that little, uh, and little um, potatoes on it. At first, I was like, "Wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on a little, second." I'm a little suspicious, but wait, a little too wild for me. Yeah, I'm a mayonnaise on white bread kind of guy. <laughs> That's, <so gross. laughs> That's a sandwich for me. So, so those those potatoes were mighty tasty. Yeah, the HelloFresh was a big old step up from your normal eating habits. I gotta say, butter, mayo on white bread. Mmm. <laughs> if you're tired of that. Go to HelloFresh. And if you're thinking, oh, man, that sounds delicious, don't you worry. We've got an offer just for you for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash stupid60 and enter the code stupid60. Mm. All right? So just one more time. In case you missed that, you're like, man, I want those delicious meals. And, and I want sweet, th- sweet deals. Exactly. It's up to 50% off three boxes it is great so for a total of sixty dollars off that's twenty dollars off your first three boxes visit hellofresh.com slash stupid 60 and enter the code stupid 60 amazing check it out let us know what you think and back to the show okay so next week they can get their hands on mandy and you guys uh i know you guys have had a pretty cool relationship with fantastic fest uh are you guys i think legion m is going to have an appearance there this year yeah we are at Fantastic Fest. Although, actually, real quick, before we move on from India, oh, yeah. I almost forgot to mention something really important, which is uh, we're doing meetups um, uh, around Mandy next week. Oh, cool. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, we, we, we create. So one of the things that we do when we when one of our movies comes out is we create meetups. We've got some infrastructure that allows all of our members and investors to say, hey, I want to go see this. You know, this is where it's playing. Come out and see it with me. It's going to be a great time. And um, we usually um, provide some sort of gift to people that come out to the meetups. And the whole point of the meetups is, I mean, A, it's a way for us to get people out to the theater. B, it's a way for all of our members and investors to celebrate you know, their film. And C, it's a way to bring people together that have this kind of common you know, interest. And we live in such an interesting world today where um, you know, my kids are probably more likely to watch a movie on their phone than they are to watch it in a movie theater. That is sad, but and true. 
It is. It is. And it's, you know, I mean, like I, I understand and, you know, I mean, I understand everybody understands the appeal. There's some days that I just want to hang out on my couch and watch something at home and I don't want to go out. But uh, there, there's something so magical about sharing an experience and going to see something in a big screen with a bunch of people that are passionate about it um, and getting that energy in a theater. You know, it's kind of like the difference between going to a concert and listening to a CD in your car, right? They're just different. And so we, you know, we want to encourage that. And so uh, for Mandy, we came up with some limited edition enamel pins that are kick-ass. You can I see them on our I love website. It. I'm going to go and, look at it really quick. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're free to anybody that comes out to a Legion of Meetup. We've got a, if you go to our website, you know, there's a button you can click on. It brings up a map that shows all the theaters where we're having meetups. And then if you want to come, you just sign up with your email address. You show up a little bit before the movie uh, to get your pin. Uh, we usually take like a big group photo. There's a, a bloody Nicolas Cage face temporary tattoo that we'll get. And Pry, uh, rigorously try to apply to you during the movie. <laughs> um, and then and then after that, for those that are interested, they'll go and grab drinks or get an ice cream or something like that. And it's just it's it, it's kind of our way of, of contributing to that, you know, the, the the karma and the community of getting people out to the theater and having fun with it. The oh, that's really good. I, I think it's because uh, every time I go to a movie in the theater, it's just such a such a cool experience. And I and I appreciate the effort put into uh, investing in that experience, investing in that like communal effervescence you get when you're sitting in a theater full of strangers um, and you're enjoying a movie together. It can go south on you, but most of the time, it's just a really cool, cool experience that I, I'm glad. I'm glad we still have as a culture. Yeah, and you guys are yeah. promoting that, and that's a, and that's really special. Like I, one of my favorite things to do, which is period, is going to the movies by myself, or if I can share a movie that I love with people who haven't seen it yet, and so it's. It's cool that Legion M, the community, are those people. They are the people that have that deep love for cinema, and not just that. It's it's the community around it, and supporting it and giving those people a place where they can have a positive positive relationships with each other. It's encouraging and it's cool. And it's I mean, how freaking amazing would it be if you could have your name on a movie like Mandy or like Colossal or any any project that you guys are working on in the future? It'd be it'd be an honor. It'd be it'd be a yes. blessing. It'd be great. Um, yeah, well, and, and, and in Mandy, like when the credits roll, if when you see the film, you know, wait for the credits because uh, you'll see when we get to Legion M, I, we're, I think we're one of the last credits, um, but there's actually a photo mosaic. And that's just that's what one of the things that we do is whenever we've got a production credit, whenever we can, right, because we, we don't always get to get an, an, an image in uh, mm -hmm. or a video. Uh, but we do a photo mosaic that's made up of the faces of the members and investors. So if you join as a member or investor, there's a place where you can upload your photo. And then going forward, anytime we've got that opportunity, we do it. And we think the photo mosaics are such an amazing analogy for Legion M because it's a bunch of small elements that are coming together to make something that's much bigger than themselves. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great way uh, of looking at it. Um, and, and that's one of the beauties of, of crowdfunding, crowdfunding and using a community to, to invest in these, in these things. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And speaking of fantastic. So like we were saying, you're, you're going to, uh, there's going to be a presence of Legion M because you guys have been at Fantastic Fest for a couple of years, but this year you uh, mentioned that you guys have a theater and that's pretty exciting because DJ and I are heading to Fantastic Fest in two weeks. So we'll make sure we'll take a photo when we get in there. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah, we're super excited about it. And, you know, we haven't announced it anywhere yet. I'm not too sure. So we're going to give you an exclusive on it right now. You were the first ones to know because uh, we just literally signed uh, signed the deal yesterday. But we're going to have a Legion M Theater at Fantastic Fest. And uh, we're going to be there. Our team is going to be there. We love Fantastic Fest. It's, it's literally my favorite film festival. And, you know, partially because you just get to park yourself in a theater chair, watch five movies a day and eat nothing but Alamo Draft House food. Which is really <laughs> shockingly good. Like, the Alamo Draft House food is just on point. It, and it's almost not fair because you shouldn't be eating. Like, uh, on the food's great, but I'm like, this can't be good for me. Like, I can't be eating fresh, freshly baked chocolate chip cookies with a Shiner beer. Weird combo, I know, but it's delicious. It's great. <laughs> Highly recommend it. But, no, that's the whole, that's the beauty of it because the community there, like with Legion M, it's there. It's all positive. You get to meet new people from all over the world. Yep. I met last year the uh, the team behind Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the comic, the graphic novel the people who like created it and i yeah. was like wait what are you doing here you man what are you sitting why are you sitting next to me you're royalty what are you doing <laughs> uh, but no it's it's an amazing event so it, uh, hopefully we can see you guys there and because um, it's uh it's an amazing uh, opportunity so for people out there that that are looking to making movies want to make movies do you have advice for those people for people that have oh, that wow. one big idea and they just want to they just want to try and make it happen yeah, you know, it's a great question. I mean, I personally um, don't have any advice that anybody would probably want because I've never made a movie myself. <laughs> um, but I think that, um, uh, you know, we, we, we've got a lot of people in the Legion that are creatives. And, you know, we work hard to kind of create networking opportunities for them. Like we do, um, I mentioned Dean Devlin uh, earlier as a guy that has written, he actually, he's done it all. He, he uh, acted in Real Genius. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. Yep. That's, that's going way back, the Val <laughs> Kilmer movie. Yep, it's great. Right? My, uh, it, was a, it was a favorite of my parents and they shared it with me. Yes, it was a favorite of me, and I shared it with my children. So that probably says something about our respective ages. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, he you know he he's acted. Um, he wrote uh, Independence Day and Stargate, uh, the original uh, motion picture. He's directed. Um, he's done it all. And we had like a an online shindig where you could come online and ask him questions. And and so we try and create opportunities like that. We also have a great. Uh, a great thing that we did that was called the pitch elevator. Mm -hmm. And uh, we built a full size elevator on the floor of Comic-Con. And um, inside was a cameraman and a countdown timer. And anybody was allowed to come in, like anybody, and pitch your idea. You had two minutes to pitch your idea for a movie and TV show. Um, and then we took all the pitches that we got from that and we turned them over to our community. And um, they voted and rated and evaluated all these pitches and narrowed it down. And uh, what's what will happen, it hasn't happened yet, but the top 10 are going to get the chance to pitch their idea live to a panel of, you know, industry scouts and executives and, and agents and that sort of thing. Um, you know, the whole idea being anybody can have a great idea, but very few people have the chance to get that in front of the people that can make it happen. So 
we're going to make it happen for those 10 people. And then one of them, the, the winner will ultimately get a, um, a development deal with Legion M. That's amazing. That's, that's really so true. It's tough to, especially like, you know, we're out here in LA getting, getting in the right rooms with people and then having not only just getting in the right rooms with those people, but having the skills you need to convey your idea in a way that, that, uh, exposes the appeal of it. Um, and as somebody that's, it's kind of, you, you are, you are part of the process to get to the side, what gets made, what stuff do you look for in a movie that makes you think like, oh yeah, that's a winner. That's, that's a, you know, cause like you said, you got on the script stage of Mandy before there was a director, before Nicholas Cage was attached, um, for any of that, what, what makes you think like, oh yeah, this is where we should be going. This is what should, we should be investing. And in. what is part of that thought process for you? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I think, um, you know, for us, it's a lot of it is we're looking for stuff that resonates with the Legion. And uh, our Legion comes from Comic-Con and film festivals or kind of the two poles, if you will, uh, which is kind of interesting because if you think about it, both of them represent like the opposite ends of the spectrum as far as content, because Comic-Con is all about tentpole uh, studio films and uh, Sundance is all about independent film. Yeah. But the core DNA of that audience and the people that are there are, are remarkably similar. And it's people that are passionate about creativity and they're passionate about entertainment. And so for us, I think that that's kind of what we look for is we're looking for something that could exist as a panel at Comic-Con or at Sundance. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's one of those things like there's not one specific, you know, genre is obviously really big for us, especially elevated genre. Genre. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think that, that, that we're wide open. I think usually what you're looking for, uh, is just something that moves you and it's something that sparks you. And I think that that's part of what makes it so difficult to break into Hollywood for people is like you said, I mean, so much of it is just getting into the right room with the right people, um, at the right time when they're going to be receptive to your idea, yeah. you know, because a lot of times timing is, you know, maybe they've got another project or maybe they're just having a bad day or something like that. And even when you get all of that stuff, right, I can pitch you my idea and you may be, this is lame, but you know, the guy next to you might be the guy that goes, wow, I see something there. And so, you know, in, at the end of the day, it just ends up, it's, it's the, it's so impossible that I don't know how anybody actually ever does it. Uh, actually, I have a question for you because I just uh, pulled up the Legion M website because I want to look at the other projects you guys have coming up, and uh, there's a lot of cool shit, if I may say so. Uh, <laughs> the one, though, that grabbed my attention immediately because it's you guys teaming up with Alamo Drafthouse, their uh, distribution, their cinema, um, The Field Guide to Evil, and it's yes. this pitch is so cool. So it's, it's the ABC's of Death uh, team, but it's, uh, it, it's an anthology film about myth, myths lore and folk tales that sounds amazing that's right up my alley that's so oh cool. my god it, yeah it is really cool and it's 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 from around the world so one of the things that i think is really interesting about that project is there's eight segments in it and each one is i think like 15 minutes long and so it's eight short stories um each from a different country. There's one from the United States, but the rest of them, you know, there's one from India and there's, you know, one from Germany and Turkey and, um, 
and each one telling a local folklore uh, or or dark myth uh, from their world. And what's really cool about it is that uh, it, Tim League, the the founder of Alamo Drafthouse, was the one that said that you know fear is the universal language. And so it's really fascinating to see these these dark tales told from such vastly different. Um, perspectives by different filmmakers. I mean, each one is created by their own separate unit in country with their own, you know, writer, director. These are all people that, you know, um, I would say like award-winning emerging um, directors, the sort of people that are, are showcasing at Fantastic Fest. And so it's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic for lack of a better word. It'll, <laughs> it'll be out. It's, it, it's shot. I've, I've seen an early cut of it. It, it wasn't done when last time that I saw it last I heard, I think it's going to be releasing probably either later this year or early next year, but uh, you'll have to keep an eye out for it. That sounds really great. I'm, um, I enjoy ABC's of death and uh, I believe the VHS guys are, are a part of that too. And the first two VHS movies yes. are really great. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, this sounds yeah, incredible. Absolutely. And especially going with folklore. Cause it's like, it's kind of like the same, it's the appeal I had going in to see the witch or the vitch or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the, <laughs> um, no, just cause it was, it's the combined folklore of what people in that time period like honestly believed like as much as the bible they believed in like this is something that was out yeah. there that could get them so taking that for like on a global scale and dealing with like you can see the similarities that we have between different uh fears or maybe things that we would never even think of something to be scared of hey make me afraid of something new why not like i need a couple you more got, fears. Yeah, man you just have a few more fears that you mm -hmm. just need to, and then you're, you'll finish your collection i'll conk i'm gonna conquer <laughs> one and then i get a new one that's even twice as scary yeah. i'm excited for it that sounds amazing. Wow. Uh, but what, what's That's the? Awesome. Uh, I have a, the. Uh, we're we got a few more questions for you. And then we want to play what we're into with you. Uh, it's one of my favorite segments from the show. Uh, but what are you most excited for uh, for the future of Legion M as of right now? Oh, that's a great question. It's um, I think for us, like we're, we're at a really exciting time. Uh, this is my third startup that I've been involved with. Paul and I actually Paul and I for both of us, this is our third. Um, and we've had, you know, our first one was really successful. We started that out. There were three of us that founded that one. And we were working out of a spare room in somebody's house. And we grew that company to have hundreds of employees. And we raised literally hundreds of millions of dollars. We, we were the first ones to uh, launch live television on a cell phone back in 2003. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Back when there was no right to have a television on a cell phone. In fact, it was such a big achievement back then that we won an Emmy for technical innovation because we were the first ones to ever do it. And, you know, that's so cool. It's funny because back then, you know, when we brought that to Hollywood, you would not believe the number of people that told us nobody's ever going to watch television on their cell phone. Like, this is literally the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And, um, it's kind of funny how, how, how quickly things change, but, um, anyway, so, uh, to get back to your question, we're, we've been through this before and Legion M is, is taking off like a rocket and we're very careful to tell people, cause especially people that are looking to invest money that Legion M is still a long shot. Right. The fact is, most startup companies fail. Like, that's just a fact. Mm -hmm. And it's just as true for us as it is, as it was for, you know, Facebook or Walt Disney Pictures when they launched. And I think what's so intoxicating about a startup, especially when it's one that, that is that is being successful and when it's one that you believe in the way that we believe in in Legion M, is that the startups 
you know, most fail, but the ones that succeed can go on and change the world and do so in profound ways. And, you know, we've, we've, the first two years was a really important kind of stage for us to, to show people what Legion M was about and, and, you know, create use cases and show that, hey, we can support a movie and this is what it looks like. And, hey, we can have over 10,000 investors and this is what it looks like and how it works. And so for us, it, you know, just scaling um, the the having the community as part of the company has been it's it's the single greatest you know thing that I've ever experienced uh, to have so many people that are that are pulling alongside of us and it's just it's it's a fun it's a fun ride to be on so I'm, I feel very fortunate to uh, uh, to to have it. That's really cool. I think I think that's it's so exciting to hear about that and I think your guys the the demographic you're trying to hit is is perfectly in sync with what we love here when you're talking about uh when you talk about earlier with Comic-Con and uh Sundance. Because uh, like we we love Black Panther, but we also love uh, Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I just saw uh, Upgrade this weekend, and I thought it was fantastic. And uh, so those those colossal all those types of uh, movies. I think Mandy sounds one thousand percent my speed. Oh, same. I am so excited. <laughs> am I afraid? Yes, but I want to watch it. I want to conquer that fear. I'm very excited about it. Uh, but Jeff, really Excellent. quick, I do want to ask: uh, Where can everyone get involved with Lee? M. What's the easiest way to become even uh, uh, like a free follower just to keep up with all what you guys are doing? Where do they find your stuff? Yeah, just go to legionm.com and Easy. you can, like I said, you can sign up with your email address and become a free member and, and check it out. And uh, our next round will probably be launching in the next month or so. And, and if you want to invest, that's great. If you want to just stay a free member, uh, that's fine, too. Amazing. All right, hold on. Before we go any further, you guys probably know if you listen to this podcast on the reg that Sam and I are trying to be healthier. We're trying to be healthier people. Mm -hmm. And a big help to me in that has been Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand. What? What? Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24 Seven. Insane. It has a history of success, and it's the company behind P90X, mm-hmm. Insanity, mm-hmm. 21 Day mm-hmm. Fix, T25, mm-hmm. Brazil Butt Lift, mm-hmm. Pio, mm-hmm. Hip Hop Abs, mm-hmm. Three Week Yoga Retreat, mm-hmm. and many more. My personal favorite is Shift Shop. I do that one regularly. I did Brazil Butt Lift, and I didn't have the muscles, uh, but I worked my way to them. Yeah, man, you, you want to have that fit sexy those jeans. beach booty, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you has, know me. It has the best trainers like Sean T, Shalene Johnson, Tony Horton, and Autumn Calabrese. The best programs from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts. I know you love those dance workouts. Yeah, I don't know if you're goofing or not because the <laughs> dance workouts are pretty great because it, it just makes it a little bit more fun. The most important part is making the workouts convenient for me yes. and making them enjoyable because guess what? I don't really like going to a gym and staring at a mirror or staring at other people and lifting the same thing over and over again like, and then leaving and I'm like glad I spent $30 a month on this. Yeah. I'd like to do something that I actually enjoy when I'm spending my money. Absolutely. So if I could dance in my living room with my buds, if, the, if we could have a freaking boys night and have a dance workout yes please and if you want to hang out with your buds you can work out on your schedule they have workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment there's a wide variety of workouts which is good for me because my schedule is always shifting and changing or whatever and so i like to be able to work out on my time at my own pace 
And you can view these uh, workouts on any like web-enabled TV, your computer, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and many, many more. And this community is ever-growing at Beachbody On Demand. They have over a million people currently using the platform. And guess what? You guys could try it for absolutely free, my dudes. All you got to do. All right, listen up, because we really want you to use this service because it's amazing, all right? So right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text STUPID to 303030. That's 303030. You will get full access to the entire platform for free. It has all the workouts, the nutrition information, and support totally free. Again, just text STUPID, Stupid. to 303030. That's 303030. Let's all live healthier together, huh? Please and thank you. Back to the show. All right, Jeff. So we like to talk about what we're into as a recommendation to our audience before we say goodbye. And uh, it could be a movie, TV show, book, anything you like. If you got into running recently and you want to talk about that, you could talk about that. But we'll kick it off with uh, DJ. What are you into this week? Well, the as of this recording, um, Spider-Man for PS4 literally just dropped uh, for, for all of us normal people. Um, and I, I just started playing and it is uh fantastic it is it is something i've i, I think i've always wanted uh i remember some of the first games i remember loving were like spider-man 2 mm-hmm. and stuff like that maximum carnage way back in the day we have a video and, coming out on our youtube channel about all this. yeah talking yeah. about that stuff and so uh it is very much in the vein of the batman arkham games which i also love but spider-man means more to me as a character so seeing somebody tackle his world in that way um, it's just it's bringing back all those memories. It's bringing back all the stuff I love about the character. It's using the mythology in really fun and interesting ways. Um, it's it's done by the Insomniac team, which have made uh, great, fantastic games. And so far, it's uh, all good. I'm all in. I'm super. I'm super excited to keep playing it for a while because it's so it's so big. There's so much going on. I'm looking forward to this one uh, taking up my evenings for. We'll probably be talking about this for a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, I'm getting it as well, and I haven't played it yet, so I can't talk about it. But I'm very excited. Yeah, it's it's super cool. I, again, I'm just I'm just dipping my dipping my toe in, but the combat's a lot of fun. The way they use the web slings, great. But as somebody that loves these characters, the way that you know, I, I didn't realize how little they'd spoiled going in because within the first like five minutes a character pops up like oh i didn't know you were in the game and i'm and i'm excited to see where this goes Mm -hmm. and uh the way they integrate i think a a great example we just saw an article about this uh just a couple minutes before we started recording but the way they've incorporated characters like j jonah jameson into the game and up updated uh him to fit the current times and, and just streamline the mythology it's it's a lot of fun and so if you're a fan of video games superheroes spider-man specifically any of that stuff i highly recommend giving it a look-see very cool uh jeff how about you man what are you what are you into this week or ever (laughs) (laughs) uh it's a great question i would have to say um i just binge watched disenchantment the new uh matt groening series have you guys seen that yes i watched it and I, i binged it as well what'd you think you know what? It's funny. When I first got into it, I was a little bit ho-hum because uh, the characters didn't like really grab me uh, the way I thought some of them were kind of a, a little annoying. <laughs> um, but the show was was really creative. And so like I kept watching. And by the time I think I got to like the seventh or eighth episode, I was really in it. It had kind of like one of those turns where um, I, I realized that, wow, like they're doing something that is really – 
unique and really special. And so um, I I absolutely loved it. I can't wait for season two. That Matt Groening, I think he's going to do all right. I think he's going to be yeah, okay. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think his career is going to do A-okay. I um I actually when I watched it I had the same feeling I was like I was waiting for because Eric Andre is the demon and I really like his comedy styling like on Adult Swim and his stand up and whatnot and um and it's it's Matt Greening and so it's like uh, Futurama is one of my all time favorite shows Simpsons of course is something I grew up with so I was like cool this is right up my alley and I'm like wow it didn't really grab me immediately <laughs> I'm like wow it's it's shocking how it just kind of middle of the road it is because yeah. I would never say it was bad I didn't I didn't think yeah. really any element was necessarily bad but by the end of it I was like you you know what i want to know more i'm yeah. actually i'm actually invested in these characters i kind of hope the comedy gets punched up a little bit when it comes to season two that'd be yeah. really cool um yeah but uh, it's oh. kind of funny like the comedy in it, it, it there weren't a lot of like for me at least like laugh out loud sort of moments Mm-mm. right there was just kind of like grinning there's a lot of cleverness in it um but uh um uh i think you're right and and i, I think part of it for me was the fact that it had like it didn't seem at the beginning, right? It, that it had like a char- like an arc, like a story arc. It seemed kind of like The Simpsons, you know, where it was very much like standalone sort of episodes. Yeah. But um, by what, like I said, like the once that character arc, like or the sorry, the story arc for the season kicked in, you're like, wow, there's something, there's something really cool here. It's interesting how those Netflix shows are, are and I guess Amazon uh, drops all those shows at once too. How those shows are put together, where it's it's they're meant to be considered as one whole thing as opposed to episode to episode. Yeah. And so it's interesting because you've got platforms like that that are doing it that way and, and, and uh, you know, HBO is still doing the traditional episode to episode thing. And so it's interesting how things are evolving and changing and the way people are supposed to consider this stuff is changing. And it's cool that Matt, for the most part, Matt Groening, he doesn't, do as far as I've seen the most narrative uh, Simpsons or Futurama ever got was who shot Mr. Burns and that was two episodes like there's never like <laughs> continuous like thought when it comes to story like there are plot lines that like now they've changed this character and that's going to change the character moving forward but besides that it's like that it's you can watch any episode and you'll understand where everybody's at for the most part so it was cool to see them tackle narrative and actually in that I think is the reason why I'd watch it again is because they uh, they decided to go that route with the storytelling. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I actually picked up another Netflix series because uh, two Marvel things premiered today, which is Friday when we're recording it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man for PS4, which DJ mentioned, but I'm watching Iron Fist. Now, this show has got... Your tone immediately like... <laughs> yeah, I, and, I, and I'm watching Iron Fist. <laughs> it's, uh, this show, It's everyone's on the same page. It's got, it got kind of torn apart. Uh, not for it for uh, all the wrong. No, there's no good way of saying yeah, torn yeah, apart. It yeah, was torn apart yeah. by critics and by fans and by literally anyone that happened to pick up the show, and for good reason. Yeah. So season two comes around, and you're like, oh dear lord, why are they doing this? But they they put a lot of effort into their ads, where it's like, hey, we promise it's better. Like we we swear it. Like swear Z's, uh no crossing our fingers. It's actually like good. We promise. And then I so I watched the first episode because. Uh, also, it's 10 episodes. They're an hour apiece. I can't really binge that since mm-hmm. it started this morning. Um, and I, I'm happy to say that it is good. <laughs> that it is. I'm 
picking my words carefully. Yeah. It's good. It, it is better than season one so far. Oh my god! It's like uh, you're watching two different sports. It's okay. like it's insane. Like uh, <laughs> it's they uh, the effort that they put into the martial arts alone, which this show is supposed to be a martial arts show. Yeah. In the first season, you're like, no, this isn't real. Like it's it's shocking how pulled out of the show we got when we were watching it. Yeah. Um, and in this season, they are working their asses off to be like, no, this is a legit martial arts show you're seeing actual fighting uh and it's only going to get bigger from here because as the first episode progressed the fighting style changed and the uh the set pieces and the level of threat you felt when like an enemy would show in, uh, yeah. show up uh you would be like oh okay this is like serious like maybe the man with the hatchet actually is a threat instead yeah. of just like a faceless nobody that's going to be gone in two seconds like this is actually like i'm scared i don't yeah. know what's going to happen and the characters are written better the writing in general is better and i'm excited to see i actually wanted to watch the next episode when this episode was done so that's a big accomplishment yeah. too right like that's i think you won i think yeah. you got me so we're gonna watch uh as of recording this is friday uh on saturday we're gonna be doing our watch through and yes. on our patreon actually if you want to you can kind of mosey over there and watch uh most of the episodes that we watch because we're yep. gonna be recording them so patreon.com slash only stupid answers there you go and jeff one more time legionm.com you can go you can either sign up uh with your email and you get free updates or you when you have investment rounds again you guys if you're listening you can have your name and be part of an actual movie you can help make a movie that's insane that's so cool. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today, man. This is It was so cool to just learn more about Legion M, and I know our audience is going to lose their mind over it. And Mandy. So you guys should go see that this week. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. It was a great time. Oh, thank you. So, guys, if you watch Mandy, let us know. And if you happen to go to one of those screenings and see the Q&A, uh, don't spoil it because I'm going to go to that too. I'm very excited about it. Uh, but uh, thank you so much. Make sure you go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com for all the appropriate info for our podcast, like our Patreon. Yep. You can check out Hard to Say Goodbye. You guys know the drill. We'll see you Thursdays, 4 p.m. PST for our Twitch show. DJ, any final thoughts? That's it. Uh, like Sam said, Thursdays, uh, twitch.tv slash playnoggin. We are glad to have you, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye.